back to Slay the Stars in episode 60. Last time, we saw a two-front war scenario with Char squaring off with Xander and Zem and company taking on four losers from the garden. Eventually, our friends were reunited, decided to split up for the night, with Zem and Char choosing to pass the night in an empty room at the Temple of the Divines, Char's home for a short period of time. We pick up the story there. Zem, Char, anything you want to do before you go to sleep for the night? Um, I'll use a healer's kit just in case we don't make it through the night. I'm going to use send. I'm going to use the ring. I'm going to activate the ring. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to say. Um, we had to move. What is this place called? The Temple of the Divines. Yeah. Um. This goes straight to him, right? There's yes. Okay, um, we had to move where the Temple of Divines. Um, we will be meeting at midnight at Ascension Point. Love you. <laughs> Ten hit points back, just in case we get attacked again. Zem, I want you to roll me a check with your casting modifier. Either your sorcerer charisma casting modifier or your wizard intelligence casting modifier. Understanding that whichever one you choose is going to change the way you get the information I'm about to give you. One is going to be more feeling and one is going to be more knowledge and understanding. hate that. Um, I'm going to go with, that's really not that big of a difference. I'm going to go with intelligence. Okay. Is that a 19? It is a 19. Uh, that's a 25. You feel a connection. The, The message goes through. You understand that the ring is working. But there's no reply. That was the intelligent, the, sorry, the knowing. Yes. You are understanding that the ring is functioning as it does. The magic connects with the person on the other side, but you never get a reply. Okay. Um, So it's going to take me a while to fall asleep then, but... I'm not going to say anything. Like, to Char. I'm not not saying anything. Because I would like you to try, like, in the morning. You're good, Char? Nothing to do tonight? Sorry, no, other than bandage up Zem, just in case. uh, No, I think we're good. Okay. You pass the night. Nothing crazy happens. You wake up in the morning. Long-rested. Long-rested. Long rest confirmed. Yep. Portraits! Nineteen and two. Good portents. All portents are good portents. It's not the size that counts, it's how you use it. 
Certain circumstances are very niche. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you wake up. It's quiet, fairly comfortable night. Zem, you struggle to sleep, but you got your rest. What are you guys doing in the morning? Uh, we need to talk. <clears throat> okay. I'm assuming we're whispering. We're still staying in the room, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm just not going to whisper for effect. Okay, what's up? Yeah, we do. Uh, but first, I tried to contact Rafe last night, and I know that the ring worked, but I got no response, which he's never done before. Can you try to tell him where we are and where we'll be and see if he'll respond to you? So it went through, you're sure, mm -hmm. but he just didn't respond. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. I'm ring activated. Cough once for yes, twice for no. Are you in danger? Can you talk? Did you hear Zem's message? Do you need rescued? So at first, I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Oh. Because it, you told me that the message went through. Char, you send that message and you wait and you wait. And I would like for you to roll me a wisdom check. That one. You get no response. Nothing intelligible. Did I, do I think it connected or not? I have no idea. You felt nothing. <clears throat> Maybe he's just somewhere with anti-magic. I can't... I can't do anything. I, I... He can handle himself. I have to trust that he can handle himself. And this is bigger than any of us. Okay. But like, I'm, I'm like, like the ring on my finger, I'm like, like, well, I'm assuming it won't twist or I'll cut my fucking finger off. <laughs> That's true. You will basically oh, yeah. can open or your yeah. finger if you yeah. do that. Yeah. But I'm like, <laughs> but I'm fiddling with it, you know, like, what you know, just tense. Uh, okay, we can't focus on that right now. Okay, on a different note, um, I ran into Xander. Ran into Xander? Ran into Xander, got tackled by Xander, same thing. Do you mean you ran after Xander? I mean, that was the order of events. Um, you let him separate us. Sorry. I understand. I really do. Um. What did he say? He said that one of us was going to have to die. Isn't that what they've all been saying? So he's willing to rescue you. It 
would seem that way. Are you okay? Um. Yeah. Not at all being truthful. Mm-hmm. You know that I love you. Um. If you make, if you need me to make the cold, hard decisions, I can. I know. And Shard's going to sit on the bed at that point. Just, I thought that was what was going to happen. I just, I wanted to be wrong. Yeah. I wanted you to be wrong, too, for you. I need to ask you a question and like, it's not something that's going to be easy to answer. So, um, if you don't want to answer now, that's fine. But like, you know, we're going to be put into some situations very soon. Mm -hmm. Um, Are you going to be able to handle it with him if you need to? I don't know. Do you I'm want... I'm going to make sure that you're okay. I, I know you are. I don't have any doubt about that. But I'm trying to make sure that you're okay too. And have your back as much as you have mine. It's not going to be in the same way because I don't have the same ability that you do. But if you can't pull that trigger, so to speak, um, I, I can if you want me to. I know we're going to run into him again. Eventually. And, um... I don't know what choices I'm going to make, but I'm not going to leave you again. Um... I know what you're asking. You obviously know him better than me. Um, and you've seen him most recently. I don't know if his situation can change, but his trying to spare you says to me that he has some sort of compass that he's still trying to go by. And I don't know if it occurs to him that he still has the option to choose differently than what he's chosen so far. Do you think that he's reachable? Or do you think it's too far? I don't... I don't know. Uh, Zem, if I'm honest and you weren't in the picture... Yeah. Well... But... If he's going to make us choose... And it has to be one of us... I'd rather not leave anybody with invested interest to make that choice. Other than us. 
No one other than you and I are making that choice. And I refuse to make it. We don't have to make it. I, I, they're presenting these options to us like they're the only options because it's what they want. There have to be other options out there that we just don't know about yet. No. And we're going to find it, but I'm just going to wipe a tear away. Um, I'll be good for this. We're going to get through this and then we'll, we'll have a breakdown after. We're going to need like a good two year cry, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And we're, we're going to get Rafe. He's going to be fine. Mm-hmm. Like clamps her lips shut like nobody ever is fine around us ever (laughs) as much as I want that to be true I shouldn't have I shouldn't have let anything happen at all did you give them back their spell books by the way no Oh, I did not. Is that going to come back and bite us in the ass? There wasn't a whole lot of time for that. Yeah, we were all attacked. Is there a window in the room? Or is it like stone wall? There's a, there's a window in the room. I'm sure I was going to look outside. Okay. Roll me a perception check. <laughs> Sanders standing out in the rain. With signs. <laughs> it's always been you, Shar. Natural twenty. Twenty-seven. Okay. You look out. Um, the city is just starting to wake up. You see people heading down the street to work. Um, there is like a little coffee shop across the street that is just opening. Uh, it's quiet. And then you see something small fluttering towards the window. Is that a motherfucking paper cut? And, yeah, and just as he's saying that, it pokes him in the eye. But then it keeps poking you in the head, it's trying to get around you. He like slowly like grabs the bird. It's trying to get out of your hand. He like if, tosses it above his head so it's not like in his way. It flies over to you. So I'll like accept. It. Okay. Run up. Every time. <laughs> Every time. I'm gonna have to beat that one out <laughs> again. <laughs> Same exact place. It unfolds and opens, and you're expecting what? What are you expecting? I'm not gonna say what. What are you expecting? I'm expecting it to be my mother. Mm-hmm. I'm expecting it to call me an idiot. And what are you doing here? Mm-hmm. And you need to leave. Okay. First thing you notice whenever it starts to open is that it's colorful. Like there the aren't paper? a lot of words. No, there's like coloring on it, like crayon. Okay. And then it unfolds the whole way. And there's a children's a child a children's a child's drawing in your hand. And you see that there's like a house and like green hills that kind of look like butts. 
and a hastily drawn like yellow sun like scribbled blue sky with like little puffy white clouds and there are two figures standing in the foreground there is what looks to be a boy with like a sword and a shield and like a little badge on his chest mm-hmm. and he's holding hands with 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 a per- with a, a female person drawn there to look like a princess and she is holding hands with a really tall person in like a nice suit that sort of looks like Rafe and then on it it's written what you think are the words thank you but it's very misspelled um I'm being attacked by a horse <laughs> Shar is mysteriously not on this paper <laughs> um so is it like, okay, so what I know about paper birds, mm-hmm. like, how long does it take them to fly? They travel in real time. And it took us how long? So, what, you've been in Salt Spire for a day and a half, maybe? Mm-hmm. I think a day and a half, maybe two. So almost. flight is less um, mm-hmm. as the crow flies. Mm-hmm. But, okay. But also. So like a day. Yeah, and you know that. Rafe was going to Aaron to give him the thing. And you can assume that at that point, Aaron's like, I want to say thanks. And so gave, yeah. gave him the paper, potentially, or money to buy one. And then he had to take it home and draw the picture and get it to you. So I'll just kind of like, <laughs> uh, and then get choked up. Uh, like, turn. Fold it, like, like. Very neatly to the corners, and then open my journal and tuck it in my journal. <laughs> well, that's good at least. He never really thought he was gonna do any good, so and then I just kind of sit there, like on the bed, like. What do we do now? When? <laughs> yes, but like right now. <laughs> Is there anything we need to do? Shard's going to pull the, the bag of holding and kind of go through all the inventory that they have. And just in general, just we've got some incense, some ivory, healing kit. <laughs> He's like going through all of it. Like here's a flask of oil. All the books, all the notebooks, yeah. all the... Teeth, bones, feathers, <laughs> all the things. Here's some ball bearings. Here's some spikes. And in case we get separated, here is some rations. Like <laughs> He's like nervously trying to find something to do because he knows that there's nothing they can do until they have to leave. Yeah. I mean, we can look at the cards. We can. Do you want to do a reading? To be honest, I'm a little afraid of what it's going to say. Do you want to ask the pendulum? Um, yes. But again, it's the same thing. I'm a little afraid of what it's going to say. Wouldn't you rather know? Uh, I don't know if you've picked up on this, but I'm not really that brave. It's just a lot of bluster 
Zem, I've seen you throw a bolt of lightning to the sky. Listen. Doesn't make you a coward for having feelings. It's not the having feelings. I've never had anything to lose. I have so many things to lose now. And if they get lost, it's my fault. And I don't really know that I can handle that. Char stands up. It's not your fault, though. You existing does not cause people to take action. And their actions are their own sins against them. Not yours. You have things to lose. Everybody does. But that also means that you have things that you want to protect. So let's protect them. And maybe we'll get more things that we don't want to lose. It just was easier before. Yeah, but we were miserable before. True. I guess I'm just... I was here. Working security. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, what was that like? It was pretty bad. It wasn't... I did not think I was going anywhere else. And we've been all over the continent. Yeah, mostly terrified, but yeah. Oh my god. I still have these, and I pull out the uh, orc journal and the blood pen. I mean, if this is the end of the world, don't you think they should know? Yeah. Let me use it. (laughs) I'm going to start some shit. What's it going to matter? It's either all going to end or we're going to die. You take one, I'll take the other. (laughs) (laughs) So there's three that we know of. There's at Mm -hmm. least three. Yeah, at least three. And I have two. I don't even know what to say. My chest hurts. (laughs) (laughs) I know what I want to say. Can you remind me of one thing? Mm -hmm. When they were, when the individual that was contacted and Annan fell, was that the guy whose book bag of drugs I took and I can't remember his name currently? The wizard who taught you how to From use... From the school. Aravon. Yeah. Yes. Was it Aravon? Was what Aravon? The one who... Like, the orcs... They were talking about the orcs had contacted them. Ye- it was in that room, him and his friends, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Correct. I think they were talking collectively, though. I don't think it was them specifically. <sighs> I think it was, like, the elves were contacted yes. by the orcs. Correct. I just don't know if it's the the baddies or the goodies. At this point, is there a difference anymore? Well, no, it's just that like 
I'm just going to write in it. I'm going to, is there ink, is there blood in it still? There is some, yes. Or I mean, because like I'll fill it right now if it needs me to fill it. Yeah, I mean, you can fill it. It's, it doesn't take like a soul-sucking amount of blood yeah. to fill up the pen, yeah. Um, I'm just going to write in it. It's been a while, and that's it. A message comes back after a short period of time. Who is this? It says, who is this? It says, who is this? You haven't written this thing in months. Mm-hmm, I know, but, like, it's shocking to me. Oh, I guess they could assume that someone else had taken it. Yeah, you could have ditched it or died or something. Um, they assumed dead. <laughs> they probably assumed that somebody killed you based on your last conversation. What was our last conversation? Basically, eat shit and die. From me? Okay, good. Um... <laughs> If I had known that I would be speaking with someone so forgetful, I wouldn't have bothered. You get a message back. I just assumed a new person had picked up the book. Yes, well. No. (laughs) What is it you want? Ask them what they want. What I was just about to say, what is it that you want? Return the book to me? No, no. What is it that you want in life? You get a message back that just says, to live gloriously. That's not good. Sure, remember this. Well, do I have a deal for you? <laughs> I find... Hold on, I need to write this down. Char, what are you writing in your book? Oh, if this is... I thought that we were going to try to do something, but I'm fine with waiting now. Gotcha. Because <laughs> I also just realized we only have one pen. <laughs> that is true. You could write with another pen, but it's going to be less efficient. <laughs> and more hurdy. And more hurdy. <laughs> I have something for you where you could live gloriously or potentially die gloriously I'm listening what do you know about the state of the world these days probably more than you are you aware we are coming to the end of it there are those who have been forecasting the end of days since the beginning of days I don't put put much stock in stories of Armageddon would you put more stock in it if you knew that you were speaking to a catalyst of it you must think very highly of yourself if you think that you could potentially end the entire world I don't know how to phrase this it's not about what I think. It's about who is after me. And I am running out of options. But if you help me, there is much power in it for you. I'm listening. 
But first, tell me who you are. Tell me who's following you. And what do you need from me? My name is Zamira Caltane. Everyone is following me. And I need an army. And what do you need this army to do? First you tell me, where are you? My needs will change drastically. <laughs> Unfortunately for you, I am on the other side of the world. He doesn't know where I am. Presumably. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm pretty sure you are not where he is right now. <laughs> <sighs> that is unfortunate. Uh, I need the army. I need an army to handle another army. Speaking like this is hard. <laughs> he says, the army is in Verrotten. Assuming, yes. I need to see where that is. The most northern part of the map. Assuming you are in Annenfell or south, it would take months to get an entire army to you. Do you have the means to get a select few? You're assuming that I have agents throughout the Empire? But he does. With the uh, book in my hand, I feel like it would be silly to not assume that you had this ability. The way that I've seen your entire army disappear from locations would lead me to believe you have abilities and tricks up your sleeve and you don't just contact the elves in Annenfell for their allyship without having something up your sleeve. You know more than you've let on. But I've told you lots more. I can't get you an army, but I could get you help. If our interests are mutually aligned. What would you request for this? Your help in other matters. Is there a specific matter or is this a open-ended bargain? We are tired of the Empire's treatment of our people. And other nation states are feeling the same. We simply want the continent to be free from the control of the council. Are you attempting to replace the council or just remove the council? Remove them by force. If the council can be negotiated with, are you amenable to that? No. You are demanding death? Are you demanding death? Dissolution. And one or two deaths. 
Um, any death in particular? We can't allow any of the former royal family to survive. Of Annenfell? Or... Any- On the council? There is the former... There's a representative of the former royal family of Saltspire. And there's also Rena of uh, Annenfell. You're not sure. Could be either. Could be both. You're assuming that he's talking about the council member. Name names. What help of mine would you need? Well, Zamira, I know more about you than you think. And uh, I know that you have abilities. My agents have not been able to get anywhere near the council members. I'd be interested to see what you and your companions could do. Okay, uh, so what we're talking about here is uh, a little more... um... complex mm-hmm. so i'm not i'm not saying no don't get me wrong um but i think we need to be real specific uh and i don't think we should do this via book <laughs> so how fast can you get down here for us to discuss terms even moving on my own it's going to take a few weeks should get packing then I'll do so. Where are we meeting? Let me know when you get close, and we'll discuss. You technically did not tell him where you were going. (laughs) Or where you are. I said come south. Okay. Ask them what the beast they had with them was. What? They were traveling south of the beast. Uh, Are you going to need special consideration for your beastie? You get back. No, I wouldn't worry about him. He'll be fine. What exactly is it? You'll see. I tried. Hate that. (laughs) (laughs) Does he have any agents in the area that can negotiate on his behalf? I don't think I want to negotiate with anyone besides him. Okay. Uh, The last thing that I'll write is we are in a bit of a emergent situation and is there anyone to lend good faith knowing what he knows about us and how valuable we are except I say I I don't say us I say me and I I mean I know he knows but I don't care he responds with you've killed two of my agents so far until a deal is inked you will not be getting a third. But I wouldn't be killing this one. <laughs> no response. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> okay, so we have a tentative future plan there's no way they're getting here in time so this is all moot anyway we're either going to be dead or uh the end of the world and everyone's dead so well we might be able to launch an attack for more bail we need to get that orb out of their control i'm aware 
that's priority numero uno, but then we got to defend it. Yeah, you're assuming we can even get it from them. I'm going to have to assume, otherwise we're dead. And nothing mattered for this planning. All right, well... God, what time is it? How much longer do we need to wait? Maybe five more minutes? He's looking out the window. Right? Because you said, like, just beyond dusk. Morning? Dawn? We are not meeting until midnight. Wait a minute. Time out. What time are we meeting these people at the point? Midnight. <laughs> Did we miss it? <laughs> No, it was midnight the next day. Like, we left them around 1.30 in the morning-ish, and then came here, and then got our full rest. Okay. So midnight from now. If that was the plan, fuck. Because <laughs> I thought we were just waiting till morning. My bad. I think both things were mentioned, and then it got confusing. But that's fine. Midnight is fine. We'll say it's midnight. Maybe he's back home right I'm sorry, you say what? No, I said that's fine. It can be midnight. Okay. We talked about both, and I think it got confusing, so we'll just make it midnight. It's fine. Okay. So, retract previous statement. <laughs> Do we have any more of those paper birds? I don't think we had any paper birds. I thought we had, like, two. No, we sent them to the garden. And then we got one bloody one back. Mm -hmm. Sorry. I'm sure I was going to sit in the corner and take his pendant off. And just be like, are you all right? You on fucking vacation, bitch? <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> like, he hasn't heard from her for a while. Wait, what? He's going to take his pendant off. Oh. <laughs> are you on vacation? Shar, the pendant gets a little warm in your hand, but you don't hear anything. You don't see anybody. Okay. But there was like a reaction from the pendant. There but, was a reaction. Okay. That was more because he didn't get a reaction at all last time. He was mm -hmm. really scared there for a minute. Yeah. <sighs> okay. He's kind of going to hold it close. All right. I don't know what else we need. Do you want to pull some cards? Nope. Too scared? I want to pull some daggers. <laughs> uh, what daggers? He puts them in the bag of holding. <laughs> Are you asking Amara? I'm just making sure that she was there. Okay. Um. See, and this is why there's like this moment of silence now in the podcast that nobody's going to understand what's happening. But we were all watching Jen's face play out the reaction of Zamira to Shar still being like, I was just seeing if Amara was there. Uh, so to describe it, I was looking at my hand and twisting my ring. And then I finally looked up glaringly. <laughs> <laughs> haven't seen her around in a while. Neither have I. Just glad she had a reaction. 
When was the last time you talked to her? Right after Anna fell, fell. Mm. Right? I am right on that, right? Before you talked to Knox, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I wonder why she's being so distant. Maybe everybody's in trouble again. Do you think she's not allowed here? She said she wasn't. I, I, so Zem specifically does that. She says, or, and she like stops herself and I just look down um, and I just kind of stop. Zem, are you okay? Sure, I don't trust her. Like, at all or just? I, I don't know how to put it into words without sounding incredibly petty and like, you know, I don't normally care about sounding petty, but... I just don't think she actually has, I think she has her own best interests at heart. Okay. And I think that, I think that she just looks at us like tools. Hmm. I mean, we kind of are at the moment. Not saying that's all we are, but just be careful. That's all. And I'm dropping that. Mm-hmm. It's really hard to pretend to be a religious nutbag. Because <laughs> 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 I hear you and I'm like, I agree. Wait, I can't agree. <clears throat> so, are, oh, are you, do you have more to say? <laughs> no. But I really, 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 really want her to come in right now. But I'm not asking her. I know she wouldn't fucking listen to me anyway. <laughs> He's just going to ask, like, do you have any advice for us going into this? Don't listen to Zem. <laughs> <laughs> She's gonna get you killed. I want I mean, them to be behind Shar doing that right now. <laughs> the problem is that's not actually wrong. <laughs> Shar, roll me a wisdom check. Twelve. There is no response. Okay. I thought <laughs> was there a response? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, I guess I should might as well, and I'll take off my pendulum. Um, and I'm gonna see if there's anything I can ask it. So. Plus two. Uh, it's ten. It's ten total. What would have been the first question you would ask? Is the orb where I last saw it? Is the... I would have actually said, is the orb where Tora last saw it? So, you're holding your pendulum out. And you're trying to focus on the question. But you notice your hand is shaking. 
And the pendulum starts to do some weird, like, haunted shit where it starts, like, moving to one side and, like, hanging at a weird angle and the other side. And then it starts spinning. And then before long, it just sort of stops. And you get the feeling that you are not focused up enough, too anxious, and maybe don't want to know the answer to these questions. Char off the distance. Does it usually do that? No. Just clasp it back around my neck. Um... In all of our travel and, like, being at the other ginormous library and school and all the other stuff, I'm going to, like, look back at the the pendant again. And has anything, like, I don't expect it to change, like, a transform change, but does anything now look a little more familiar to me? Like, not familiar as in, like, I've looked at this pendulum a million times by now, but... Um, just stand out anew, kind of. Like, holy shit, I should have looked at this again before. The way we look at the cards and get new information from them, like that. Roll me an investigation check. God. Um, nine. No. Mm-hmm. Too nervous. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just drop it back in my, like, the top of my top. Um, Do you want to send Tora out and see if you can see anything weird going on outside? Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Let's call Tora out and um, open the window. I'm going to sit on the bed and, like, look through her eyes. Where are you sending her? Um, Just, like, as far as you can go around the... Around where we are. Okay. Just like a, a lazy sort of flight through the area. Roll me a perception check for her. Can I give guidance? No. You said perception? Mm-hmm. 17. Okay. Uh, Tora is fluttering around. You see some guards doing their rounds. You see... More people going about their business. It's taking you a bit of time to get through all of this other stuff now. And the sun's now up and people are milling about. The cafe across the street has quite a few people sitting at little tables out front. Uh, the garden area is now in full bloom. Um, it's beautiful. And Tora, you can tell, yes, they're a fey creature. But she's also a moth. And... She likes it here. So she spends a little extra time fluttering about the garden. And you catch sight of a person seated on one of the benches that is looking about intently, like they're waiting for somebody. Um, is this person male or female? This person is male. Um, They're wearing street clothes. Human. Do they appear to be, um, like their stature, do they appear to be, like, big or smaller? Are they slender? Or do they look like they could be muscular? Uh, I mean, their clothing is a little baggy. It's hard to tell. But they're definitely not, like, skinny. They're also not, like, super jacked. Okay. Um, so fairly average. Fairly average, yeah. Uh, 
they're do they look clean like put together or do they look more like someone who's used to be on the streets or like unkept this person is very clean his hair is combed back like meticulously and slicked back um but you the the look is of somebody who is trying to look well put together but doesn't really have the means to look fancy are they do i see any weapons nope have they noticed me that i can tell nope um do i see anyone else around them not right now they seem to be about the only person in the garden right now but still looking around kind mm-hmm. of intently um, do they look like they're trying to be covert or do they not give a shit and they're just looking for someone else? They don't, they don't look like they give a shit. They're actually like, they're sitting on a bench that's like kind of out in the open. Like they don't mind being seen. Don't, maybe they're trying to be seen by whoever they're waiting for. Okay. Is there like a, like a bush or something that I can land in semi nearby? Sure. Um, I'm going to wait there for a little bit to see if this other individual comes through because I would like to spy on their conversation if someone else comes through. Okay. Perfect. You do so. And you're waiting for a good 15, 20 minutes before something happens. During that time, Shar Zem is out of it, watching through Tora's eyes. What are you doing? Waiting. Just waiting? Hanging yeah. out? Okay. Just lean up against the door. Make sure. Okay. Perfect. So about 15, 20 minutes, you're watching. It's almost to the point where you're like, okay, I don't know what's going on. And you see another figure approaching this man. Uh, The figure is taller, slender, wearing a dark colored cloak. Has the hood pulled up. Uh, But they sit down on the bench. The... Are you close? Are you trying to be close enough to hear what is being said? Then I would like you f- to roll a stealth check for Tora. Well, they are in the in the bush. Mm-hmm. Like... <clears throat> um, that's an eight. So. Laura hears the man say, I, d- I didn't think you would come. And he seems excited to see this other person. And the other person's voice who sat down is higher, more feminine sounding. And it's hard to make out the words. So Tora starts creeping a little closer And you hear her saying, well, did you find them? Did you see them? Did they come back? And the man says, oh, there was so much that happened last night. There was a whole fight. There was a man fell out the window. There was loud crashing sounds. I... I do, it was the craziest thing. Who were those people? Nobody's been in that apartment for ages. And you hear the woman's voice say, Perfect. I knew I'd find them again. And then, huh, look at you. 
And a hand reaches over towards Tora. I mean, like a moth that, like, she'll, like, do that startle flutter thing, like, fly away. And, like, at first it's just sort of like a don't touch me, and then it's a fly off. Okay. In that moment, roll me a perception check for Tora. Eighteen. You do not get a good look at this person's face as they keep their their cloak pulled up to cover the face. However, Zem, I will say the voice sounds familiar to you and it bothers you that you don't get a good look at their face. So Okay, but can I see skin color? Very is it green. It is not green. You saw their hand. Very pale. You could send Tora back. So right now, Tora is safe and can flutter away. You can send Tora back to get a better look to confirm who this person is. It'll just look suspicious a little bit. So I want Tora to go, even if it's like a lazy loop thingy, um, further along the path opposite the direction that this person came in hoping they're going to continue rather than turn around and go back um and wait for a little bit longer but like not very long like 10 minutes max and then and then we're done with this game (laughs) okay so the two people continue to have their conversation sorry and i would like tour to be higher like a tree but like a low limb of a tree um I don't want her to be immediately obvious and I don't want it to be like, I'm waiting for you to come down. The, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. um, just in like a different location. Uh, uh, like I'm trying to m- go with natural patterns okay. of a moth. Roll me a stealth check for her then. I'm not stealthy. No. 18. Okay. Okay. So, uh, their conversation lasts maybe another five minutes or so. You see the woman then stand up to leave, and the man reaches over, like, almost to stop her, and she pulls her hand away. You don't hear what she says, and then she continues to walk, and she does walk in the direction that you've flown. She does not see you, uh, and she eventually exits the garden. Um, did any, like, hair escape from the hood while she was walking? Like, any new little details like that? Or walking pattern, maybe? Bit of clothing. You do see that out of just the the base of the hood, there's this long, dark black hair that is sticking out. It's fucking Dahlia. I know it. Didn't Genevieve also have black hair? Or am I forgetting that? Not important right now. Um, especially with the did they come back comment. Um, so last thing before I end this connection with Tora. Um, 
I don't remember where they went. Like, the bench that they sat in, was it, like, towards the... I want Tor to go back and see if she can cut off the other person. Okay. Um, And then I'm 100% way less cautious with this person. So, like... Uh, like I'd land on the back of their shirt or something to see if I can hear, like, are they talking to themselves? Like, are they frigging giddy? Like any other clues that I can get. Do they have coin? So he's still sitting on the bench and he was watching in the direction the woman went for a while. And as Torah is fluttering back over to get a better look at him, you hear him just be like, stupid. So stupid. Someone like that could never want you. She's just using you. Then he stands up and he goes to leave. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um. Okay. So I'll, like, end that connection of seeing through Torah. Pretty sure my mother was just here. I'm sure kind of, like, was zoning in and out. Just like, uh-huh. Yep. I, what? <laughs> I mean, I don't have confirmation proof for sure 100%, but it very much felt like her asking if um, we had returned and some poor sap was out there on a bench waiting to meet with her and, and like, talked about the fight from last night so then she knows we're here sure i was gonna jump over to the window and see if he sees any some sh- any <laughs> shit nope no shit outside that's what i thought okay <laughs> i mean she's gone for night for right now but did and she didn't recognize torah right well I don't know. She reached her hand out towards her, but I don't know if she thought it was... She's never met Tora, right? I actually don't remember. I feel like no. I feel like once you went to Stellium, you probably did not go to see your mom very frequently. Mm-hmm. I mean, Dahlia said that the only time you ever communicate with was her was for, for money. money. Yeah. So You probably weren't like, Mom, look at this cool trick I can do. No, probably not. Because she would not have been impressed. I mean, actually, she might have been, but, like, I would not have thought she would be impressed. Um, okay, so... As far as I know, she's gone, but... If they were casing the house, and they're looking for us, would they be casing here? I mean, I wouldn't think so. Like, this place would have no importance other than a apparent typical meeting spot for the disenfranchised and shady. Yeah, pretty much sums us up. Okay. So, we're just going to assume we're going to be okay here for the next couple hours? I don't know what choice we have. I don't have any suggest. Like, I don't have any alternatives. I'm out of suggestions. How close is, um, Nexus? Like, the, the actual, um, warehouse to where we are right now uh i mean so 
you could get there in a good, like, maybe 30-minute walk or so. Okay. Yep. We wait. We ride at midnight. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You spend the rest of the day preparing, napping, resting, knowing that tonight is probably going to be the most important night of your lives. (laughs) Eventually, it's midnight. You make your way to Ascension Point. Is there a pile of trees we can hide behind? There's... (laughs) I forgot about that. There's a pile of trees where you may hide for the night. (laughs) Eventually, the others start to arrive. First are the three older female mages, Zima, Kai, and uh, Eva Ristos. They make their way to the point, and they look good. Like they went shopping. <laughs> sure I was uh, going to scurry up a tree. <laughs> they, uh, they've got new clothes. They're loaded up with supplies. Um, and Ristos, see, I'm assuming you're making yourself known at this point. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, Zamira, I've been meaning to ask you. You're smart. We left clues for you. Did you find our spell books? <laughs> I did. I did. I did. And I'm going to like pull them out of my bag and, and give them back. Oh, thank God. This is my life's work. And also, here's a journal, too. Oh, yes. This is also my life's work. <laughs> this is also my life's I, life. <laughs> I think it was one journal and two books, like two spell books. So I think that was everything yeah. that we. Yeah. Zima's like, oh, thank God. This is going to make this night so much easier. So full disclosure, um, I did flip through it, but I only flipped through it because I was trying to find something to help um, Headmistress Ristos with. Uh, I I obviously didn't have the ability to perform anything in there, but just trying to be honest. Uh, Ristos puts her hand out and squeezes your forearm. Uh, My dear, I would have wanted you to do exactly that. Okay. It was a good hiding spot, by the way. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I had that installed on the carriage a long time ago. Was... Yeah, your carriage about that. My boyfriend ripped the door off. And Sharp then... on the tree. It, that's not me. <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah, it's it. Mm-mm. Oh, no. You, you two, are you related? You look sort of similar. Sort of. <laughs> kind of. I don't know. (laughs) Remains to be determined. Wait, you said we're there at midnight? Mm Mm-hmm. Shara's going to contact Rafe. Because the ring reset. (laughs) I love this. Okay, yes. Are you alive? (laughs) Please respond. There's a long pause. And that's what you hear. Like an inhalation of breath? Mm-hmm. Nothing else. No words. Sam. I can't think about this right now. 
can you do the cough once for yes <laughs> and cough twice for no? Uh, I'm hesitant because if we have to move somewhere else, I need to be able to tell him where. That's a good point. Shark scurries back up the tree. He's basically acting as a lookout. Do I see anything weird? No, but it's it's getting to the point where it's like five minutes past, ten minutes past. Karina hasn't shown up yet. I don't have a special ring with her. <laughs> She's starting to get a little paranoid. She's got a big mouth. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. I was running late as she comes running into the garden. Damn it. <laughs> so close. <laughs> oh my god, I was starting to freak out. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. I was trying to get Amaryllis and Finn situated, and then they didn't want me to leave, and they were begging me to stay, and then they were like, okay, if you're going, like, let us help you, and like, then they made me eat a sandwich or something, because yeah, okay. they, oh, it was... Yeah, they do that. <laughs> we still up in a tree. We know. We know. But they're safe. He's looking down. They're yep, everyone's parents now. <laughs> Karina's looking around like, Zem, is he in a tree again? Yeah, he does that. Why? It's a hiding spot. I. What is he hiding from? I mean, like, there could be assassins here. There More. were last time. More from the um, garden. I guess. So, are you joining the rest of us, or are you just uh, going to be a weirdo in the tree? I don't see why not both. <laughs> Seriously, like, I'm doing, like, active perception checks. Do I notice anything weird? Like, Roll me a perception check. No, I do not. Five <laughs> plus seven. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing weird happening. Well, that's terrible, because there's lots of weird happening <laughs> right now. <laughs> He's going to glide down the tree. Uh, Reese's is like... Okay, we need to get going. It's best to do this under the cover of darkness. Hopefully. Um, what are we doing once we get in? Assuming we can get in safely, we'll just be in my chambers. We still have to make our way to this orb. So the orb... Is it same day? No, it's midnight. I'm gonna try the I'm gonna try the pendulum one more time. But before I, I do the pendulum, I'm just I'm gonna take a second, deep breathe, try and like calm down, and then I'll try one more time. And I wanna it's the same thing. I wanna see if the orb is where we like last saw it. Where Tora last saw it. So plus one. Um thirteen. Thirteen. You get one question. And that's what I'm going to ask. Is the orb where Tora last saw it? You get a definitive yes. Okay. So it's in the tower still. Uh, in the lab. We just have to make it there. I. How many of us can do invisibility? I raise my hand. Everybody raises their hands. I think invisibility is the way to go once we get there. 
to start with. Okay. Yes, I I think that that is... So we're going for the stealth approach. Stealth, get the orb, get the hell out. Preferably if we can make it to the portal to get to more bail, and then close the portal. And if we run into one of the high-priority targets... Which ones are the high-priority targets? Like Dalius, Istin. I don't mean to, this to sound mean, because I'm, I'm, I don't think that we can't take him, but assuming that we can't, should we? Like, if we have the opportunity to surprise him, then should we, or should we allow them to pass? I don't know. That's why I'm, I'm... Is the, is the orb the only priority, or do we have... The orb is the priority. If we can get the orb and take one of them out, you should do it. And also the students that can escape if we can. If there are any around. Yeah. If we see people who need help, we try to help them if we can. But I think we need to make sure that if there is someone that's going to break off to assist, we have a core group that continues on with the mission because we can't. We, we cannot not have control of that orb. Are you the priorities? What do we do if one of you is captured? One of us is captured. Oh. Here's a pill. It's filled with cyanide. <laughs> <laughs> Hide it under your tooth. <laughs> Bite into it. Um... If we're captured, get the orb and run. And you can get the orb, then take the orb, and we'll be fine. They can't kill us both. We'll figure it out from there. If we're captured and you cannot get the orb, it's safer for everyone if they don't have both. All right. <clears throat> All right. But I'd really appreciate it if we tried everything except killing us first. <laughs> uh, yeah. Y yes, please. <laughs> and I'm not even sure they need us alive. So. Yeah, I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> and okay. also maybe Karina. Um, excuse me? Don't let them have her and the orb either. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, are you saying they're going to kill me? Well, they're trying to kill all of us. No, I they're just trying to kill you, I think. I think that you're probably just like us. Uh, no, I'm definitely not like you. <laughs> I don't have weird spooky wings and I don't turn into a lamp. I'm a lamp now. Fine, let her die. Shar <laughs> <laughs> just starts walking away. So Ristos takes out her marble and she's just like, Children, would you calm down? We may die in a cute couple of minutes. And she starts to spin the little marble marble again. And it starts to open. 
And she tosses it, and the door opens again. She says, come in, come in, come in. All right. And you head into the mansion, and it looks much the same as last time, only this time she leads you through the hall and up the stairs. Some of the the students who were hidden there come out, and she's like, we have some things to deal with, but we'll be getting you home soon. And they're just sort of like, okay. And she leads you to the top of the stairs. And I was going to dip back at the very end. Also, be ready for a fight just in case. Thanks, bye. She goes around this open, almost like balcony area that overlooks down into the other rooms. And she heads towards one door that Zem looks just like the door to the headmistress's office at Stellium. How? I told you, this place is very strange. The, the doors lead to different places, and some of them are locked. But this one has always led to the the headmaster's quarters at Stellium. And I think that that is because this was um, Estelar's way to get back to his office. So the doors that are closed are locked, I mean, have they always been locked for you? They've always been locked for me, yes. When we're done with all this, we're going to have to explore that a little. Yes, that would be wonderful. I don't usually let many people in here with me, but, well, I owe you one. Let's talk about that after we don't die. Yes, I hope we don't die. And she reaches out to grab the handle to the door. Love that confidence. (laughs) And, uh... Shara has a katana out. He's ready to go. She opens the door, and you can see that the light is not on in the next room. Oh, um... Who is, so Ristos is the one that does not have dark vision, is that correct? Uh, Ristos would not have dark vision. Everyone else would. Okay. Um, I'm going to give 300 feet of dark vision to Ristos and Zem. Okay. Before we even exit the door. Okay. So Best you not would. to go in blind. Oh, dear. I know this room like I know the back of my hand. And she just heads Holy in. shit, that's bright. <laughs> and you would notice, like, she doesn't seem concerned at all as she just walks in. But anything could be on the other side. Grandma's a badass. <laughs> <laughs> Are you following her? Yeah. Yep. Okay. You make your way in. The door shuts. And for a moment, you're looking around. And her room is like, this is her study room. And it's orderly chaos. Piles of books and papers. But they all seem to be organized by, like, subject or date. Or there's one pile that looks like it's just color. You're not sure. It's very strange. Uh, But eventually, she throws up some little orbs, globules that light up. They start to go around the room. And she says, don't worry, don't worry. I don't think they found a way in yet. Uh, Shard's going to cast Sea Invisibility. Okay. I had that for 10 minutes. Um, Because this room is kind of a priority, he's just going to have that ready to go. Okay. You cast the invisibility, and you don't see anything that is not also viewable to the naked eye. Cool. I have ten. Ooh, I got an hour. 
Shit. Perfect. And so we're all going to go invisible and you're still going to see us. And you're going to be like, guys, go invisible. <laughs> I think I can tell. <laughs> I think it... Yeah. All right. But so... I can't cast the invisibility and invisibility at the same time. Those are both concentration spells. Okay. So rules. <laughs> Resos turns around and she says, so we're all going to the orb together. One united force. Yes. Do you need anything from this office, though? I just need one thing. And she's kind of going through some of the piles. And eventually you see, like, she pushes some books aside. And there is a desk underneath some of these stacks. And she, ah, okay. and she goes to the drawer. And you can see, like, she gets in her pocket. And you have seen invisibility up. Zamira, to you... It looks like she's holding nothing in her hand and she's doing one of these like key ring things, like when she's trying to look for the right key. She's had keys on her the whole time. Char, you see the key ring in her hand and her looking for the, the perfect key. And eventually she comes to this one key that's like almost straight, very few teeth on it. And she's like, ah, perfect. And she puts it in the drawer and it clicks open. And she pulls it out. And you see that she grabs from there a long, slender wand. It's a little gnarled at the end. You wouldn't happen to have any other weapons in here, would you? Weapons, my dear. I don't deal in weapons. Sure, just like, did she always have a key ring? Maybe you should start. What kind of weapons? All kinds of weapons. We can discuss at a later date. Come along. <laughs> and she heads over to the door and she says, Now, when I open this door, we're going to be out into the hallway and there could be many other people out there. There could be nobody. There could be Dahlias. We don't know. So everybody just one, two, three, invisible. And she's going to cast invisible on all of you. Invisibility on all of you. Oh, so I don't have to. Yes. DM saving us spell slots is terrifying. You're welcome. <laughs> I feel like the beginning of a metal like music video. And invisible. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now we have an hour. So quiet and let's go. And she opens the door. And that is where we're going to end this episode. <laughs> Oh, God, I'm so scared. I did so many things. <laughs> Mother of <laughs> And now, an ad from our friends over at the Homebrew Network and their show, Power Word Fail. Attention, all brave souls in search of adventure. Are you yearning for an enchanting tale woven with rich character dynamics? Perhaps you hunger for an immersive saga shrouded in arcane drama. Or maybe the infectious laughter that resonates around the player's table beckons to you. Look no further than Power Word Fail, the actual play Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition podcast that promises both compelling narratives and unforgettable mishaps. Embark on a journey with us through our debut campaign, Chosen of the Crystal Crown, under the guidance of Dungeon Master Cody Smith. Our stellar ensemble, collectively known as the Failures, comprises a diverse and skilled cast. These not-quite-heroes find themselves thrust onto the weighty stage of power. Are they the long-awaited heirs to the legacy of the Crystal Court? 
or simply a group of adventurers who've bitten off more than they can chew? Will they restore equilibrium to the realm, or inadvertently sow the seeds of chaos across Telthar? Power Word Fail airs live on YouTube every other Sunday at 7 p.m. Eastern, and the audio podcast drops every Monday. Prepare for action, and be mindful, for every choice echoes with consequences in the realm of Power Word Fail. Grab your gear and brace yourself for a thrilling journey awaits. Intro music by Isaac Viers. Character designs by Cam Gonzalez. Produced by Leah Hemrick. Graphics designer Jen Kearney. And audio engineer Arthur Polino.